Gobble Gobble Guardians to Infinity here. Welcome to Destiny Digest, the weekly news show, uh, where I talk to you about the news of Destiny 2 with uh, either by myself or with a panel of guests. And this week we have a panel of guests with Mr. Ivy, Mod Sherpa, and Revenant talking about all things that have changed with uh, this week's TWID that was released on Wednesday. We have stasis changes, we have exotic armor changes, like stuff that's happening to Stompies. We talk a little bit about the in-game LFG beta that's going to be releasing, rest in peace guided games, and uh, this next season, the season of the Wishes Artifact. I'm releasing this a day early because the U.S. Thanksgiving is on Thursday, and I wanted to give you guys something that you could listen to and chew on uh, while you're in the car, while you're on a plane. Maybe this conversation is something that you could bond with a niece or nephew over uh, at Thanksgiving. Maybe they just started playing Destiny 2 a couple months ago. This is a very specific situation, but nonetheless, maybe it happens. A couple call to actions before we get into the conversation. Remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm and head on over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Danfinity to help keep the lights on here. Every cent goes to keeping the lights on here. Also, I'm going through my yearly review process, so there will be a link in the show notes for a Google form. Just tell me how I'm doing. Are you liking the show? Are you? Do you like what I make? Maybe I can improve on something. Head into the show notes, get in the Google form, let me know how I'm doing. Lastly, if you are listening to this on Thanksgiving and you're like, man, I don't have anywhere to go uh, to hang out with, with like-minded people, maybe a chill spot, maybe it's funny, maybe I can get something done in Destiny 2, I will be live tonight uh, from 4 to 10 p.m. Eastern, helping Guardians out with in-game activities. You are more than welcome to join. Just remember to bring some leftovers, because I, it, it's a digital space. I cannot actually share food with you. Now that that's all out of the way, enjoy this conversation with Mr. Ivy, Mod Sherpa, and Revenant. Uh, hey guys, welcome to Destiny Digest. Um, I have with me today uh, producer Asefa lurking in the background. Uh, we have Mr. Ivy. Mod Sherpa and Revenant here to talk about the pre-U.S. Thanksgiving twid that arrived uh, this past Wednesday. Uh, how are you guys doing? Great. How are you? Doing well. Can't complain. Cannot Good. complain. Um, let's um, let's get some 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 general feelings. How are you guys? How are you guys interacting with Destiny lately? How are you guys feeling about uh, the game at this point in Season of the Witch? The I don't know what to say when it comes to how Season of the Witch has gone, because I'll be honest, I don't feel like I've really engaged much with the game in the past like month, which I feel is very mutual from what I've seen. Mm. Um... I think people have just kind of gotten to the point where they're burnt out a little bit. Mm. Um, I'm just kind of enjoying sitting and watching to see what's cooking more than mm -hmm. anything. We got a lot of information today. A lot of it's very, very cool to see, but it, I mean, I think it's time for a switch up with the seasonal stuff. 
which I, next next year we will, <laughs> we'll probably be getting with the episode structure. Yeah. Um, it unfortunately, doesn't help much for right now, though, does it? Yeah. Ex- no. 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 The the hope for the future doesn't really. <laughs> oh no! Uh, they vaulted that. Oh uh, no! Yeah. Well, I mean, that's still in in the game, right? Or it was, right? It got vaulted. Oh, it was in no. the uh, the law sector on um. Yeah, it'll get unvaulted, and then Paul McCartney will add John Lennon's voice to it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> Mod, what are you? How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, the seasonal story was great, but you know, I've played a lot less this season. Yet I'm still season rank one forty. Mm-hmm. But a lot more casual with the game this season. Rev, what about you? Um, season doesn't really held my attention that much. I didn't then mm. vibe with the v- seasonal story. Um, mostly, don't know why it just didn't hook me in. Mm. Um, uh, all I've been really doing is just GM helps as and when. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to what's coming next. In terms of the story, in terms of the sandbox shift, looks like it should be it should be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I well, I think I think two of you guys <laughs> know my relative like connectivity to it right now uh, mm. with mod on Tuesdays, and then Rev, you've been helping me just about every Sunday with PVE helps mm-hmm. and everything. I've been engaging with it. Um, very little outside of like my stream time. Normally, each each season, um, I tend to I tend to go on do the quests and and other things off stream in order to like, um, help people <laughs> a little bit more effectively, mm-hmm. um, or like on Tuesdays, I've we've I've been kind of pushing for us to do more objective based things like flawless raids and everything like that, um. That's kind of where I'm engaging with it now. If I if I'm going to do story stuff, I I tend to do it like either with Jaden and um, Dunes or Dunes. like by myself. Uh, a lot of the times, uh, I felt like the season's story was good. The activities were fine, um, but outside of that, I was just kind of like dodging out. If if I didn't necessarily need need something for those objectives, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to season of the wish. Uh, I I'm I think a lot of the changes that they're that they're posting. We got two articles today. Uh, one regarding like the beta access to the fire team finder, um, which looks promising, and I thought would be promising just. Uh, now, <laughs> I, I think it's great that they're they kind of admit with this. They're like, hey, it's either like we push back the fire team finder past our set date of the 23rd or we bring you guys along for the ride. And I kind of like that spirit mm-hmm. out of them. Um, what do you guys think? I think it's great. I think we should have more tests like this in game. We don't have a PTR, a public test mm-hmm. realm, to do stuff privately. But granted, it's only an LFG finder, but it's nice to be part of a public beta 
for a system in the game. Mm-hmm. As long as it actually leaves beta unlike guarded games. Right. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Like, it would be nice if it gets further than the beta stage. It looks promising, and some of the UI stuff they've showed up is, like, very pretty. Mm-hmm. But I, Always is. Yeah, oh, yeah, it always is. Um, it's, yeah, I just hope it goes down well. I hope it achieves what people hope it achieves. It's, it's a difficult one for me because I unfortunately don't really LFG anymore. Mm-hmm. I have a big friend group or I can message a group of people and be in a raid team with friends that I've played the game with for years now. But I really hope for the people who really want this and need this, it works out quite well. And it looks like it will, as long as everything kind of ends up getting buttoned up quite nicely in the end. I like that it includes a lot of information. Like um, looking at the second view listings page here. Um, on the bottom where it says King's Fall Normal, looking for group, and then it has a couple of couple of emojis, uh, and then like stasis only. It seems like it'll be more more friendly use wise uh, than s- even some of the sites that like I started out on <laughs> in in Destiny One. Um, this one, like King's Fall, hello friends, fresh, clear, experience requested, looking looking for experienced players. I, I think that that's good for like quick hit stuff. Um, last week when I was talking with Tony and Mano, I did say that I didn't think that this really moved the needle on like more niche experiences, especially when it came to like master and GM content. Um, what do you guys, where do you guys see this fitting in to establish communities um, that are either in Discord or Twitch or one of the LFG sites? You know, the biggest thing I can see this benefiting is clans that don't really promote themselves, that are kind of just there to pull people in and may have a Discord, but might not use it all the time. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see this benefiting people who have social media presence who use mm-hmm. social media a lot. I think this this is going to be the biggest competitor to something like D2LFG on Discord mm-hmm. because it's what they're doing but in the game. It's the same thing of like uh you know adding easier ways to access the vault. You're directly competing with x amount of item managers, you know, dim and all that sort of stuff. You're directly competing with that, but I think it's it's very much a good thing because it means that it's one less thing that you have to tab out or pull your phone up for. It makes makes life a lot easier for people. Um, as long as it actually goes down right in the first place, right? Right. I think that there's, you know, like you saw what happened to the forum LFG. I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of potential for things that can go wrong here. I'm hopeful, yeah. but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, like current meta and the bearded legion i don't think it's really going to move the needle at all for you know us where we're kind of have a mm-hmm. fairly active lfg but you know it, it definitely has the potential to be easier than the pclg which i used to use a little bit more and it's hit or miss mm-hmm
I can definitely see it being like if, if somebody's just needing like a quick hit of something, regardless of if you're in like a smaller niche community, if you need like a legend um, empire hunt or something like that, like, hey, I just need this real quick. I'm trying to get this specific achievement out of it. I can see that. I can see pushing for for GMs or lower tier raids. I think that it. I I'm hopeful that it is really well implemented and allows people uh, to. Uh, it, it doesn't open people up to too much negativity. Uh, as I think in some instances, in some of my LFG instances, I had that. And, um, even, even, even like in the guiding games experience, there was, <laughs> I think Jaden, <laughs> Jaden remembers that one, uh, where they were chewing at a tea. Um, yes. but anyways, uh, <laughs> so, but that's, we're, so we're kind of in consensus. This is kind of what was said last week as well. Um, so that's good. That's good to know that like some, some that most of us are kind of feeling the same way and like in some sort of consensus. Um, how are we feeling about the artifact for next season? Next season, we see um, the Queen's Foil Sensor, uh, allow, allowing for several outstanding combinations, they say in the twid this week. Um, we have things like anti-barrier sidearm, unstoppable hand cannons and bows, overload auto rifles and pulse rifles, as well as uh, an overload rocket. I'm not seeing another no, anti-barrier option here. Yeah, there is, but you need to read the other perks that we're going to get. So if you cast your eyes to column three, Flint Striker... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Rapid solo weapon, uh, solo weapon precision hits or final blows with a solo weapon grant radiant. Oh, okay. So, so through you, radiant, you're able to get AB. Yeah, you're able to turn any solo weapon radiant. It does, uh, based on this description, it does not require you to be on a solo subclass. So oh, okay. Have, so that plus. Torch, whilst Radiant, deal increased weapon damage to combatants affected by Strand or Stasis B debuff. Uh, this now brings Riptide back up to validity with Chill Clip. Because mm -hmm. you, you spray that to uh, apply the debuff first, and then you start hitting your target whilst you're Radiant. And then the last one, Razor Precision, which is column 5, um, whilst Radiant, Solar Precision Final Blows cause combatants to ignite. For free. Okay. All of these do not state you have to be on a solar subclass. Mm -hmm. There is still anti-barrier options. You're just hard locked to solar weapons for it this time. But any solar weapon, if it, uh, unless it already does it, um, so this only rules out uh, Devil's Ruin, um, can do the, can do this. I can. Are there any specific perks that you're looking at? as completely busted out of the box or things that you're excited to see return. I see solo operative is coming yeah. back to the, uh, on the menu so here. We uh, solo operative last time was 15%, which stacked on top 
because it was just mm-hmm. a flat buff for you. Um, hopefully that stays the same. That would be nice. One which is going to be the meme content is Heart of the Flame, column three. Casting your solo super grants nearby allies radiant and increases the damage of your super for each nearby ally. Have you heard of Pyro Gales? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, a team of titans is going to become a collective nuke on any mm-hmm. boss they want. <laughs> Season of the Titan. Yeah, so you're going to get your meme content from that, but if you want to see about the truly busted side of Star Eater Hunters, you're just going to get a steamroll effect with this and a bunch of Hunters on Star Eater Goldie. It's going to be mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, one I am interested to try with uh, Verglass Curve, the bow, is mm-hmm. Hail the Storm. Shattering in case targets and stasis crystals deals increased damage. This might be on top of the aspect where did it go is it fisher i think it's fisher trying to find it yeah which uh already does that okay Mm -hmm. so if those two stack fantastic um shattering a stasis crystal releases shards of ice that uh damage and slow other targets so virgar's curve is going to be nuts for that Mm-hmm. As well as on the low end, uh, Wicked Implement, but mostly Burgas Curve is going to be nuts. So I'm looking forward to trying out that. Um, Argent Ordnance is back. Mm-hmm. Might be uh, it's going to turn Apex Predator into a nuke again. Yes, because that rocket needs help. Yeah, this rocket needs all the help it can get. <laughs> Give it more damage. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it, it's gonna get nerfed after this season, probably. Oh, yeah. That's why they're doing this. Oh, I've just realized we have overload rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. What oh, better no. way to do a swan song? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Just giving like, you everything you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, unless this dragon's birth with a massive AoE puddle, your rocket launchers ain't hitting shit unless even yeah. with tracking. Good luck hitting the captain, TPing all over the place. You ain't hitting him. That just yeah. fe- feels like a meme at the. That is. I'm never picking that. Ever. Yeah. Would Eyes. Would Eyes of Tomorrow help with that? Or not at all? Uh, yes, if the rockets curve up, but you can't tell the rockets to curve up and then straight right. back down. Uh, truth. God help it. It's going to be fine with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Dragon's Breath, if the, if the uh, Scorcher leaves behind Proc Stop, which it should based on other uh, ticker-based laws for things like the Monarch, um, it should do that. Um, I imagine it's just any point of damage to do that, but at that point, why not just stun it with... Like, An auto-rifle or pulse? Yeah, like hell. Uh, Deathbringer. I don't, I don't think we've had overload. Deathbringer is will only be you only get its max potential if it's the only target in the room, and if a TP's out of the blast radius, you're only going to get some track to it. You you're more likely to get the stun off. Stun off, true, but you need all seven orbs of Deathbringer to hit the target to get the full value, and that's Deathbringer's downfall. Meme not intended. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not saving Bible. 
so synergy wise, hmm. we we already know that is that this is aimed or from looking at the perks on here, uh, we know that it's more solar and stasis focused. Yeah. Um, going into this season and the ability changes that we're seeing, um, what do we see? These working in tandem with that that synergizes well. I'm not taking this. I want to give you guys chance to speak. I'm just going to end up talking the entire time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I looked at all the changes, and I mean, Stasis seems to be getting a lot of changes that are bringing it back to how it used to be, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. not quite as aggressive as launch. Right. But, so. I'll be honest, stasis stuff doesn't really interest me too much because some of it is changing. Uh, I mean, some of the aspects of fragments, whichever one it is, they're having some of that. Yeah, the fragments are having some of their bonuses and penalties changed around or removed in general, which is pretty cool. It means that people are going to have to think about changing some of their stats around if they're using them specifically for the the stat boosts and things. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of the seasonal artifacts do look quite nice to go with it but i'm not gonna lie some of the solar stuff especially like changes to the hunter stuff interests me quite quite a bit more i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. some of the uh some of the changes to do with some of the exotics and things are looking quite nice the fact that they're actually making uh the trick sleeves actually useful Mm -hmm. to an extent is rather interesting so i i know they say that they were focusing on stasis but when you look at what's pairing well with some of the other changes i think solar is probably still going to be up there with yeah use the, uh, next season i i'd argue maybe more than stasis because a lot of the changes are just being like reverted from old nerfs mm-hmm. yeah, what about I the mechaneers trick sleeves uh brings it forward in your mind well, they made it. They made it useful a little bit. Like they made the uptime on it more, um, and the fact that uh, when you're getting kills with the damage bonus up, you're getting you're getting reloads every time. I think it has some potential to work quite well, especially with anti barrier sidearm. Mm-hmm. I think that could be quite nice. I mean, as soon as they saw, as soon as I saw anti barrier sidearm, uh, I I, I look straight to my forerunner. <laughs> straight to my forerunner so good now. yeah i i'm i'm excited for that i think those two paired well those three paired will be quite nice yeah i'm yeah. very excited for that it's actually bringing back me back to hunter for the first time since pre-lightfall mm-hmm. so i'm quite excited um i'm excited for the same reason forerunner with trick sleeves mm-hmm it been able to reload it straight from reserves on kill, and it already does a stupid amount of crit damage in PvE now. Now, I think it's going to be nuts in GMs. I'm really looking forward to trying that. Mm-hmm. Jaden, what yeah. about you? What are you looking forward to? Abilities-wise, exotic armor-wise? Bleak Watcher build again. You know, just feels good. Mm-hmm. It's it's felt good since they've been nerfing and kind of tooling around with stasis. Yeah, but, 
that's the one that's like felt the most consistent to me. And I think with with the reduction in the cooldowns that they're doing now, it's going to be a whole lot more consistent. And with the nerfs to strand last season, it will. It, it feels like it's good again in pretty much w- whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Rev? Uh, me personally, what I'm looking forward to. Phidias uh, Spave. Spave mm-hmm. is already in a good spot after the Young Amkara nerf. That thing still needs justice and PvE, by the way. Um, but with how well Spave plays, just giving it a inherent damage buff to knives mm-hmm. is going to be real fun because knife trick should support all of that um pair with a one-two punch shotgun you're going to have something which is going to be more easily uh, easily acquirable for uh, up close uh up close gameplay that would it won't be above it but it, it's going to be within touching distance of um officers embrace weighted knife um, it won't be as strong as it, not by any stretch of the imagination, but mm-hmm. you'll be able to, uh, you'll be deleting uh, mages more easily, um, and because ignitions are tied to the source which co- which starts it, um, an ignition from a knife trick now also gets that benefit. So your ignition, your ignitions via that are also stronger, just by, just by association. Mm-hmm. Um, Galanor and Nighthawk changes. Galanor being knife, uh, throwing knife kills. Oh, yeah. Energy, uh, between two set values, 2.5 and 5%, depending on target killed. Nighthawk getting super energy back on precision kills between 1.5 and 4.5% on the type killed. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be real nice into playing into their, into their loops. Um, yeah. Because generally you pair with Galanor, knife trick. It's just the best PvE melee for it. And with Nighthawk, that goes back to... Solo 2.0, where practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. You you were hitting position shots and you were gaining super energy back just by hitting the crit. Um, so it's nice to bring that back. Triton Vice looks like it's going to be a little bit of fun, but only fun. Definitely not meta. Seventh enclosure though for Titan. You don't think it's going to be meta with the glaive changes that they're making next season? Nope. Not at all. Okay. I think it. I think it's gonna be funny in PvP though, because the surrounded effect is now one hundred percent in both sandboxes. It was mm-hmm. only ten percent in PvP. So, if you find yourself going what after you get one shot meleeed by a glaive, that's probably why. Um, Severance Enclosure on Titan is actually going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Bear with as I find it. Where is Severance? There it is. So uh, increased, yeah, increased size and uh, damage of the explosion and kills with the exotic explosion will now trigger an additional explosion. So it turns mm-hmm. into Michael Bay, essentially. Yeah, put that on your Strand Titan and go have fun. You're in the middle of hopefully a horde of enemies. You kill mm-hmm. one Thrall, he's going to kill his friends who are then going to kill the bigger targets. And so on and so forth. Yeah. And then you have Banner of War Times 4 again with Woven Mail completely busted. Still at top. Um, I don't think they've hit Solar Titan way too hard, though. Yeah, that was uh, one of the things that I wrote it, down, was it seems... It's it's <laughs> gutted. <laughs> yeah. 
It's it, it, it throws on life support now. It it, it it's just too much. It's like the, the hammer hurt, but on top of like the the radiant cooldowns and everything like that, it just it's gonna be shit. I think. Well, I mean, it is very powerful. I mean, I, I was using it in Master Crota and not really having like too many issues with dying. Uh, I think primarily because of the like added fallback of the health regen um, with restoration and everything. So it was really powerful. Um, yeah. But it was also, but I also like to turn, I turned my brain off. <laughs> running that subclass i think yeah adding a little do you feel like this goes too far in the direction of uh making you use a little bit or does it does it make you use more skill than just putting on a, a loadout you won't be able to just go around throwing a hammer and bonking things. Yeah. For a multitude of reasons now. One, throwing hammer now returns your mana energy over time, 1.4 seconds instead of instantly. They have nerfed uh, orb genning uh, mods such as heavy handed. They are now on a 10 second cooldown, like the subclass uh, ones. Um, so you won't be able to just continually pick up orbs to give you restoration, uh, to give you, sorry, not restoration, uh, recuperation mm-hmm. for free. Um, you will have to go in, one, two, no, you can't even want to, track the kind of a target, throw your hammer at it, and then go. And that's it. Um, restoration also got hit. Um mm-hmm. Not by much. It's only by five uh, five HP per second. Uh, it was forty. It would now be thirty five at times one. Um, but but still a nerf, nevertheless. Like everything mm-hmm. about this got got brought down. Simpho's got nerfed by thirty five percent. Was two hundred. Now is one six five. Um, so everything surrounding that build that made it strong got mm-hmm. hit, and that's why it's gutted. It's still going to be a very strong class. It's just mm-hmm. you're not going to be seeing the like you you won't be able to hold a spawn door like you like people were able to do on a contest raid of all things, which feels in the spirit of what people are asking for with more difficulty and more challenge in the game. Is it not? Yes, absolutely. It just feels so, uh, to draw a comparison, this feels like, hey, and, and granted, this build has been going around for years. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not really an accurate comparison, but bear with. It feels like they've gone, okay, that's a very fun build. We're going to nerf it in every aspect. It feels like they mm-hmm. just did it to what uh, Diablo did at the start of season one. Everybody was having fun, and then they sucked all the fun out of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have done this in stages. They could have maybe start with the Sympho nerf and the Resto nerf. Mm. Uh, maybe put the Sol Invictus on top of that, which is it's now gone from 20 seconds down to 12. Um, so you won't be able to like run around just getting your free Resto back uh, as often. Um, and then, if it still needed a tweak, have this waiting in your back pocket for maybe mid-season and or final shape, and then whack the throwing hammer knife on top if it's your, if it needed it more. Mm. All right. 
But yeah, they just hit, they just hit this thing from all sides. I I just don't get how you know. Essentially, it's it's a lot of the same game loop as the woven mail banner war titan, mm-hmm. and you're only taking woven mail dr down ten percent, and you are just completely neutering this. Yeah. Well, it's is this is a good comparison to this anarchy. Like it was around forever. It had a long way. It, it had a long um, time in the sun for yeah. the gameplay loop, and then and then it got hit, and now you barely uh, see it except for niche use case. I I I think state. I think the stasis when it launched is probably a better comparison. You know, mm. it had its day in the sun over anarchy. Um. Where you know they nerfed it into the ground, and now they're just bringing it back. Mm. They are to giving me, you other. Op- Go on, sorry. To to me, it seems that I mean we're seeing a lot of similar things be nerfed here, um, mm. and to put it really to put it into perspective is I think Bungie's running out of time to do what they want before final shape, because mm. if you look at it this way, you have the season launch. You have the mid-season patch, and then, depending on if we end up seeing a delay to the final shape or not, then we have mm. the final shape. So that, that's that's all of the balanced patches we're getting, really, unless they decide to throw another one in, or they have more time to throw another one in at a point. Right. So I think we're seeing a lot of these come out at once, because Bungie's running out of time and wants to see how they perform in the live game, because they want the raid for final shape to be a very different experience to what we had in recent raids right yeah we don't want root again um i think i mean we're starting to see things that we knew were coming like nerfs to well i know Mm -hmm. this time around we've only seen uh an increase in recharge time but it's still starting the ball rolling i think we'll see something in the mid-season for it i think some of this stuff may get brought up and down over the next two patches after the season launch. And I think when you look back at the launch of Stasis, you look back to how how bad it made the PvP experience for a lot of people, mm-hmm. Bungie needed to do something quick, which then also saw us have then more frequent mid-season patches. This is when that whole rigmarole started coming in, was that the Bungie would look at things in the mid-season instead of it just being really kind of once a season that we would get right. this massive balance patch. And I think the same goes for Anarchy. I think it gets to a point of they're looking at things and seeing what needs to be brought up and down, and they're making the decisions maybe a little too late. Because I think mm. some of this stuff, like like was said earlier, could have been spaced out over previous balance patches. We mm-hmm. could have seen some of these things brought down then. Now I think they're running out of time, and they realize they're running out of time, so they're just having to throw it all out and just go. Mm-hmm. Sorry, here it is. I almost another part of that though also feels like they see these. We have the changes to glaives, which Syntheseps benefits from. Correct. Uh, no. It does it. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think glaives yes. count under that, do they? They do, but what they did they is they do. gutted it down from down from what it was down to fifty percent. It goes back up to one hundred percent with this patch. 
Right. Ah, so so okay. we have that, and then we have the changes to uh to the throwing hammer or like to to Bonk Titan <laughs> three point mm-hmm. like the throwing hammer uh three point uh and we see the changes like the light leveling of Banner of War. It could be that like they have they have these changes that could easily snowball on top of one another. And this is just the time to hit all of it all at once. I, I, I mean, I agree with you saying like, maybe they're running out of time, <laughs> like, I, especially I if, they're, if they're aiming for February 27th, but that could snowball out if they didn't hit all these things at once. Yeah. They're looking at trying to make the playing field a little more level, but also I think I think some of you may agree that it very much seems like a bit of an anti-power creep balance as well, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of things that have been hit really hard, and there are things that have only been hit ever so slightly. Like restoration has been nerfed, but not crazy. I think it's still right. gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Things like devour are gonna be fine. You just gonna have to think about how you want to play that out and change builds around a little bit. You'll be mm-hmm. fine. And then you've got other things like hammer, which. I, I think they've probably gone a little overboard with. I understand that Hammer is an addressable thing, but maybe not murdering it. I, mm. I don't I don't quite think that level of nerf was necessary, but mm. we it seems that there are two levels of extreme with, with, with Bungie in mm. patches, especially when they're dropping massive ones like this where it's changing a lot of things, is that they will not hit something hard enough and then they will absolutely decimate something else mm. we yeah. saw it with things like anarchy right anarchy probably got hit a little harder than maybe it deserved sure it needed to be dealt with yeah but maybe not to that extent because you took one of the most used weapons and made it one of the least used weapons in the space of one patch right which is quite impressive and then now only <laughs> sort of bringing it up a little bit right and it's the Mm -hmm. same with stasis stasis had its massive outcome it had its problems they smashed it into the ground and now only two years on they're starting to bring it back up to where the others are sitting Mm -hmm. like like div was a good a good level of nerf like it's still extremely strong It's still extremely strong, but it's not as ubiquitous as it was. Mm. But there's still places where it shines. But like mm-hmm. you know, ear you yes, you use it, but Crota, you don't even touch it. Right. No, I think Div is a good example of balancing done right. They have also brought up a bunch of things for Titan for you to go and try. Uh, Severance Enclosure, what touched on. Peregrine Greaves is going to be full-on meme content and looks like it's going to be stupid fun because mm-hmm. it deals further increased damage damage to champs, tormentors, and mini-bosses, and it refunds your melee energy on hit if it's one of those targets. Uh, Worm God Curious got reworked. It now has a meter-based system that increases the melee kills and finishes and decays over time, but the higher the meter, the faster the decay. Um, Ashen Wake now stuns unstops on impact, which is really nice because fusion aids are instant explosions when paired with that. That's a really good thing. Um, 
and Precious Scars is now going to be one of the most underrated and busted uh, exotic helms in the entire game. Kills with weapons matching your subclass. Now apply Restoration for free for three seconds in PvE. That's ridiculous. <laughs> they nerf Restoration, but they give it with seemingly no cooldown on a helmet that requires a kill. You just want to get a kill. Even a GM content is Wish Ender. Mm-hmm. And that thing has a fifth. I think it's a fifteen meter radius around the user because that restoration will then apply to your teammates as well. So they're up in a bunch of stuff as well as trying to smooth out some percepts uh, whilst it's still being the melee exotic. Mm-hmm. It was the only exotic that people used in Titan. Like it was like when you, when I tried to make builds, it was hard to try and pick something else above Symphos because yeah. Symphos is just too good. I keep I keep it on for almost an, almost everything. But then again Damn. I've been running Banner of War all season. It's just too fun to run. Yeah. Look, granted the Titan is the melee subclass and you have yeah. the best melee exotic for it. But you have other melee exotics, like uh, Point Contact Cannon Brace, for example, which is fun. Pyro Gills, which are also fun. Um, you have Feedback Fence, fun. Uh, Second Chance is fun. But they all cannot compare to Symphoseps. Who doesn't want to mm-hmm. delete a champion in four hammers at the moment because it's crocked? Like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. And it just requires you to be near three targets in a 15 meter radius, say less. That's where Titans thrive. So, yeah, them bringing down Symphos, just Symphos as a whole, it's a good change. Mm-hmm. What do we think of the Stompies change? Um, they're yeah. saying that in this update, we have removed the requirement of having full dodge energy to activate the benefits and have reduced the bonus to airborne lateral acceleration that the exotic provides to be more in line with its other bonuses um, in terms of, of effectiveness. We've also added damage resistance while airborne and PVE uh, to make Stompy's more desirable option outside of cu- crucible and jumping puzzles. Um I think it's great. It didn't. It never needed the requirement of full class ability energy. I think Bungie, they'll ne- they've always skirted around the uh, the idea of it, but Stompies were nerfed because people couldn't look up. No, it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Like <laughs> the the airborne lateral acceleration bonus. Um, mm-hmm. Bit weird. They should still feel perfectly fine. They haven't nerfed the height. Uh, you can still hit with them, so still use them. Um, and I think the DR in PvE on top is a nice little thing. That way you you can uh, keep them on. Um, fully expect that to uh, see uh, hunters in PvE with, uh, on strand using them. Just pick a woven mail and those two will stack together because you're airborne. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used so, to use Stompies all the time when I played Hunter, so... I'm happy to see them come back to at least being relatively in line to where they were before. Um, uh, it feels about right. Yeah, I think the only thing really there is they're changing it that you're not hitting terminal velocity by just hitting the space bar, right? I think that's fine. I think, so. I think it could have been toned down a bit, so I don't really see that as a problem. 
I see them sitting back in the most used exotics for hunters though because I know a lot of people changed off them onto onto things uh mainly like dragon shadow and things for the handling and the, mm -hmm. the ability to reload and stuff using uh the other dodge and things like that so i'm happy to see them go back to where they were the damage resistance in pve is pretty nice actually um depending on how much specifically it is you know it might only be a little bit but still sums more than nothing and it gives it a little bit more functionality than it had before i think it's nice to see actually have some pve use maybe even though it's only a little bit One of the things, a couple of the things that I have written down here um, that I want to touch on before we, we, we wrap it up today. Um, the ability cost output. They start the article even addressing abilities at all. Um, they start it by saying, uh, we've laid out a number of times in previous posts, but it's worth repeating. We believe that the powerful abilities need to come at a meaningful cost to a player to force difficult decisions about what fits best in the build, in their build. To put it plainly, we're not hitting that mark. Uh, they continue, we're taking a first step in addressing this problem with Season of the Wish. Starting in update 7.3.0, the base passive cooldown tiers for abilities will also influence the amount of chunk energy they receive from perks. Um, so for our fastest charging abilities, things are not changing, but as we progress through passive cooldown tiers in slower charging abilities, that immediate burst of energy will be reduced to a floor of 50% of base for our slowest charging grenade and class abilities and 60% of our slowest charging melee abilities. Where does that put our Guardian's power in Season of the Wish? You're going to need to think about what you're using when you're using it a little bit more often. Because mm -hmm. um, a little further down, where did they put it? Oh, God's sake. They've changed a bunch of the mods, like things like innovation and things like that, mm -hmm. in terms of what they give you back. Here we go. Armor mod changes. So mentioned earlier heavy-handed as well as firepower and reaper now they have a 10 second cooldown in line with subclass versions uh reaper just requires you to get the kill within 10 seconds of using glass ability um pick starts uh now provide between 16 and 45 um bear with what do they currently give uh so they currently give a between 17 and 50 at time six mm. um these do not say it's the range is going to be within that so they've got brought down momentum transfer bolster and detonation the arm mods effectively they have all been nerfed as well um outreach bomber nerfed and distribution also nerfed. Although they haven't fixed distribution right away that thing still will give you super energy and less told mm -hmm. on the day in the patch notes um so still use distribution but yeah, you you we won't be getting as much energy back on these mods uh, overall. So if you have long cooldown ones, like for instance, the longest cooldown ability in the game outside of supers is a flux grenade. Um, you are going to have to use that incredibly sparingly if you use it even at all. Mm. Um, but if you use things like um, a fusion nade. 
Um, you you are not going to see any change here. Nothing's going to be affecting you. So we actually might see a rise of um, uh, combos resulting uh, with quickly recharging uh, abilities like, for example, Knife Trick with a Fusion Nade gives you an instant ignition with Ashes product. Mm -hmm. so you might see things like that across the board for other subclasses. Yeah, um, I don't mind the changes. I think, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this point was brought up, but I like that it basically makes you have to think about what you're running. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, a lot of the time that I'm running, even even like upwards into like GM content and master raids, I'll just throw something together, not really think about it, usually go 100 resilience and some recovery cool mm -hmm. time to go play the game it, it it takes you out of that mindset because if you actually want decent ability recharge rates and things you probably want to actually think Start about putting some things tiers. yeah it, it takes people out of the mindset of just sticking into what what they use the most and kind of I think we'll see some more balanced stuff come mm -hmm. out as far as builds i don't see there are going to be people that don't run builds that are as spiky as what people usually run them at i think we'll start seeing people pulling other things down maybe running tier eight resilience and then upping some of their discipline and things like that to kind of mm -hmm. offset the changes I, I like it it means you actually have to think about what you're running what mods you're running and what, well, even down to sometimes what perks you're running on your weapons, which is, it's refreshing because mm -hmm. I'm bored of running the same thing. And it, if I'm honest, it's one of the reasons that I've not really been in touch with the game as much as I'd like to be. It's because I don't have the drive to sit there and play around with things like I used to. Mm -hmm. So this opens up that door a little bit and gives some more you know give gives some more reason to actually go in there and play around with builds other than okay here's a build with 100 resilience and 100 recovery and mm -hmm. maybe a bit of intellect so i'm happy i'm intrigued to see how well this or see how much this actually changes things mm -hmm. it could it, it sounds decent on paper but we all know that what one thing says on paper doesn't necessarily happen in live it doesn't bring out the same kind of feeling that you expect. Mm -hmm. Um one of my final questions for the day. Day 1, so next Tuesday, what build are you running in the game? My Phidias Spade build. Mm -hmm. Going to give that a try. Um I'm also going to be messing around with Sector Force uh, for the dungeon as well, because that will now mark targets for 20% more damage, mm -hmm. which means it is not Void Debuff or the Divinity one, which is 15%. So it may stack, and if that's the case, Jesus Christ, you just stick somebody on this with Divinity for a massive damage spike. It's going to be really fun. But yeah, just those two, really. Yeah. Jaden, what about you? 
you know, warlock. Didn't get nerfed. <laughs> Old trusty. Old trusty. Uh, Ivy, what about you? It has to be solo hunter with trick sleeves, man. Pulling yeah. out Forerunner and some other solo weapon of some description. And I think things are just, you know, as Solar does, things are just going to explode. That's mm-hmm. the rules. I unfortunately don't make them. I just enforce them. <laughs> <laughs> See, with the changes to Celestial Nighthawk, with it having that, what used to be in class in in the... Solar 3.0 with it being intrinsic to the helmet itself. I'm really intrigued by that uh, precision kill increasing your super energy. I think that's probably what I'll go into uh, Season of the Wish with. Very excited about the possibilities for that. So there's that like three three out of four of us <laughs> are going to be rocking hunter. Do we see? Do we see more hunters next season? Is that season, is that what happens? It's either season of the Titan with some of the with some of the meme stuff, or it's season of the hunter. I mean, some of the solar stuff for hunter is crazy, right? Uh, and it's really cool. Like you were saying with Celeste, it was really cool to see that part come back because mm-hmm. it's you know solar's kind of there's there's been a hole there that just kind of. You know, running solar with a hand cannon or some some precision weapon to get headshots and build like really quick supers was really fun, and it's nice to see that back. And of course, it had to come back with Celestial. There was right. no other one that it could have come back with because it's literally the precision exotic. So very nice to see. I will be playing around with that, especially with some well, whatever hand cannon uh, I decide to pick of the mostly hand cannons in my vault. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are there any final thoughts before we uh call it call it a recording? The uh Aeon changes might be interesting for endgame. Oh yeah. I don't know if you caught that. That's why I mentioned sector fours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the differences but I'm I'm glad that they're giving more um I'm glad that they're giving them more personality, I guess, or more ut- separate utility. Yeah. It's not just instant heavy. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's nice for it to not just be insight or bust. Mm-hmm. It, it's cool to see them actually getting some kind of use outside of that. I mean, it's still, even in current state, it's far better than what Aeon's launched as. Um, right. But it's nice to see them really trying to lean into making that the 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 support exotic. It's really cool to see, especially the damage buff one. I think that's going to be really interesting depending on if and how it stacks up with everything else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be quite, quite good. Um, I can see that potentially, well, it, it, depending on how it stacks with everything else, I can see that being nearly a must-have for a lot of teams. And I think there'll be a lot of people taking that into the dungeon when that comes out next week mm-hmm. oh yeah we got a we got a dungeon coming out here soon <laughs> all sorts of stuff uh well thank you guys so much for hopping in with me uh i know this was short notice <laughs> but uh i appreciate you all taking the time out of your day uh to come and hang out and and give your opinions here um why don't we go around the table and uh 
tell folks where they can find you on the internet. Uh, let's start with Mr. Ivy. Okay. Um, so most of the time you can find me, uh, just trolling people on Twitter at this point, uh, twitter.com slash Mr. Ivy underscore. And I sometimes stream on Twitch when I can be bothered to do so, mm. which I need to do more, man. I've not, I've not been properly streaming in a while and I miss it. So maybe some more over there on twitch.tv slash Mr. Ivy at some point soon. Heck yeah. Mod Sherpa. Uh, you can find me most places as some variation of uh, Mod Sherpa. You can find me most Tuesdays on Reset Boys with Dan and Mr. Dunes. And um, that's about it. Rev, what about you? You can't. Stop looking me up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> what? You haven't been banned in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since yes, that Muppet took over. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Danfinity. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram and the TikTok at DanfinityGG. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity, helping guardians out with endgame activities. If you want to join a giving and welcoming community, head on over to discord.gg forward slash Danfinity. Wonderful folks through there, active LFG. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm. As always, all the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for.